The Boston Bruins Twitter account said it best this morning. The sun has risen on a new season. Training camp begins today. And I'm taking a look at each position and addressing the state of the team heading into 2023-24. Let's get into it on a brand new episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be. I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Bruins part of your day every day. It's free and available on your favorite podcast app on YouTube. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. And today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat 50 plus infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. We are entering the fourth season of the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. It debuted back in 2019, and I am so excited to be back to talking about Boston Bruins hockey. For those of you who may be new to the podcast, I am a lifelong Bruins fan. Uh, Really cemented my love for this team back in the late 80s, early 90s. Been following them throughout my life. Love talking about this team, and it's a joy to talk about them on the podcast every day. I also worked for five years as a full-time hockey news editor at The Score, working for SB Nation around that time as well, credentialed OHL media member, and excited to continue to track Matt Poitras progress here in Guelph, Ontario, which is where I live, just about an hour west of Toronto. That's kind of the high-level view of the podcast. Please do smash that subscribe button, become an everyday listener this season, and never miss a thing when it comes to your Boston Bruins. Now, training camp begins today at Warrior Ice Arena, and the Bruins Yesterday released their training camp roster. And I believe today there will be some off-ice sessions and things will get going with practices beginning tomorrow with a view to the first preseason game, which is set for Sunday, September 24th versus the New York Rangers at TD Garden. That game will be on Nesson Plus. Now to kind of preview training camp, I thought I'd go position by position and talk about the state of each and if the Bruins are set up to succeed at these positions this season. We know that the top six is pretty much set, and you could argue there's really maybe four forwards that you would consider to be top six on teams around the NHL. You have David Pasternak, certainly, who's an elite player at his position, one of the best wingers in the game coming off a 60-goal season. 
and he's expected to produce at similar levels. You have Brad Marchand, who remains an elite-level winger in his own right, getting up there a bit, coming off double hip surgery that he was still recovering from this time last year, but still one of the best two-way players at his position and a lot left in the tank, possibly your next captain. Then you have Pavel Zaka, who broke out last year with the Bruins after having been acquired from the New Jersey Devils. The expectation is he will center David Pasternak's line, push for 60, maybe 70 points once again. And then you have Jake DeBrusque, who was on a 30-plus goal pace last season before being injured during the Winter Classic and missing about 18 games. He will be an unrestricted free agent next summer. It's a contract year. I talked a couple of weeks ago about how this could be a career-defining season for Jake DeBrusque. Now, the other guys penciled in in the top six would be Charlie Coyle and James Van Riemsdyk. You could argue that they perhaps in a better situation are more suited for depth scoring roles, veteran leadership, etc. But Coyle likely will be playing with Marchand after they had successful run in the few games they played together in the series against the Florida Panthers. While James Van Riemsdyk is kind of the left winger on the Zaka Pasternak line, kind of by default. Now, there are some players who could challenge for increased roles. And I'm looking at you, Trent Frederick, coming off a career season. If James Van Riemsdyk falters and can't really hang on the top line, I could easily see Trent Frederick jumping up and grabbing that second line center spot. You have Morgan Geeky who came over from Seattle, who will have a bigger role, probably the third line center. You have Milan Lucic coming back, being a leader on this team, probably fourth liner, maybe a third liner, maybe a 13th forward at times. Uh, You have some guys who are looking to grab their spots like Jesper Boakvist, Patrick Brown, AJ Greer, and then some younger guys who are looking to make an impact here in camp and prove that they belong on the big club. Your Jacob Lacos, your Austin, sorry, Oscar Steens, um, maybe a guy like Mark McLaughlin, Georgie Merkulov. Of course, there are two guys at training camp on professional tryouts, and they are Danton Heinen and Alex Chason. I really do think that Heinen, am I going to say it here, as I said yesterday, that he's a lock to make the opening night roster. He will make the team out of training camp. I really do believe that. They do have to sort some things out in terms of contracts and making a spot on the roster. Maybe a guy like Brown or Greer is placed on waivers for the purpose of assignment to the AHL to make room for Heinen, clearing up the roster spot and cap space. But I really think he will be on the team. Chason, maybe. Maybe he grabs a spot as well. Maybe he comes into camp, firing all, all cylinders, brings that extra offensive 
pop that they need after losing quite a bit of offense this past offseason. So that's kind of the lay, the lay of the land. There is depth there. There's not really a ton of high-end talent. You have some of the highest-end talent in the NHL in Pasternak, arguably Marchand as well. You have Zaka and DeBrusque, both products of the 2015 draft. We talk about missed opportunities there. Well, they have two players from that draft in their top six. So, you know, that matters. And then you have some older veterans trying to keep things together, like Van Riemsdyk, Lucic. You have some younger guys trying to grab spots. And then you have several guys who hope to make the jump, but are likely destined for uh, the AHL. It's a bit of a transition year for the Bruins with Patrice Bergeron and David Krejci having gone. They are looking to secure their core players. Uh, they brought in some guys on one-year deals to fill out the roster with a view to next offseason where there will be a lot more cap space and some more players uh, available in free agency, seeing even this morning that Steven Stamkos saying that he was hopeful that he'd have a deal already. Perhaps things aren't going to work out there. That's a guy who could come in and play top line for the Boston Bruins. What a, what a story that would be if they could get Steven Stamkos out of Tampa Bay, but that's something for another day. So the state of the forward core, you have your core four. You have DeBrusque looking for a new deal. You have Geeky and Frederick really looking to make an impact this season on the third line, perhaps even the second line. It's very possible that Pavel Zaka shifts over to the wing. Geeky plays second line center. I could see that happening at times. Uh, and then you have the two guys fighting for contracts in Heinen Shason, younger guys looking to make the jump, and um, some guys who probably just aren't ready yet, uh, like Matt Poitra, who I expect to be back here in Guelph coming up in a couple weeks. So that's the state of the forwards coming up. After the break, we're going to discuss the Boston Bruins defense here as training camp starts today. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. That's why Jace Medical offers the Jace Case. The Jace Case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use and gives you peace of mind so that you're not just hoping that you have access to medication in an emergency. Jace Medical makes sure that you have the medication on hand. Jace Medical is simple. They handle everything from online evaluation to licensed pharmacy medication delivery and ongoing consultation and care. Do not get caught unprepared. Save more than $360 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical, plus an additional $20 off by using code LOCKEDON at checkout on jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com using promo code locked on. Thank you so much once again for making locked on Boston Bruins part of your day. 
every single day. Everydayers can expect a new episode tomorrow, Thursday. We're going to begin our annual cup check where we look at the top five teams around the NHL and where the Bruins rank. We'll also bring you all the latest from the first day of Boston Bruins training camp. Now, as we shift our attention to the defense, right now there are eight defensemen under contract at the NHL level for the Boston Bruins, and the top four basically come down from the mountain, chisel it in stone, hold it up, because these are your four guys. Charlie McAvoy, Hampus Lindholm, Brandon Carlo, and Matt Grizzlick. Those are your top four defensemen for the Boston Bruins this season. When it comes to the third pair and your extras, things get a bit murkier there. And I should say, you know, Grizzlick, McAvoy have always proven to be one of the more effective defensive pairings in the NHL. Hampus Lindholm emerged last season as a Norris Trophy candidate early on with McAvoy out. Carlo has become solid and reliable, and hopefully he can remain healthy once again this season. You do have Derek Forbort still around. He was a penalty-killing menace last season, used in every game against the Panthers and perhaps to the Bruins' detriment. Uh, Connor Clifton is gone. That was his regular partner, Forbort's regular partner. In comes Kevin Shattenkirk who, similar to Lucic and Van Riemsdyk, was signed to a one-year, $1 million deal uh, to play for the Boston Bruins. You also have Jakobs Borrell, another 2015 draftee, looking to finally make the jump to the every-night lineup, as well as Ian Mitchell, who was brought in via the Chicago Blackhawks in the Taylor Hall trade, uh, who could challenge Kevin Shattenkirk for some playing time. There is perhaps some wiggle room here. There's always a chance that they try to free up some cap space by putting forward on waivers, perhaps, or trading Matt Grizzlick, as was rumored this past offseason, really looks like, though, he's going to stick around for the upcoming season. Uh, I believe he's an unrestricted free agent next summer, as is DeBrusca, who I mentioned before. There are some guys who could potentially challenge to make the big club coming out of training camp. Everybody's high on Mason Lorai, but he likely needs at least one year in the AHL. Uh, Alec Regula was acquired from the Blackhawks as well. Uh, you have Riley Walsh, who was brought in from the New Jersey Devils, who has some upside, as does Parker Witherspoon. But all things being equal, the defense core is pretty much set at the moment with uh, McAvoy Grizzlick, Lindholm Carlo, probably Forbort Shattenkirk, uh, with perhaps Zborl and Mitchell coming in and out of the lineup. Um, right now, the Bruins only have 12 defensemen, or sorry, 12 forwards signed to NHL deals. They have eight defensemen, 
two goaltenders. So that's 22. The max is 23. Uh, so there might be some shuffling required there. But that's pretty much the group. Perhaps Mitchell is sent down to the AHL, although you'd have to put him on waivers, and chances are he'd get scooped up. Maybe Shattenkirk comes out of the gate a little slow, and maybe you have to reevaluate whether or not he's the answer there. I don't think it's quite the same situation as Anton Strawman last year, but still certainly something to keep an eye on. And at the same time, um, you have Jakobs Borrell, who is really looking to finally make that jump and become an everydayer. So, you know, top four, the Bruins have as good of a group, maybe as you'll find around the NHL. Perhaps we can do that like we did with the top six centers, looking around the Eastern Conference and ranking the top four defensemen. But McAvoy, one of the best all-around defensemen in the NHL. Lindholm, up there as well. Grizzly, versatile. Carlo, so solid in his own end. The Bruins lost a lot of offense, but they clearly prioritized keeping the defense together after allowing the fewest goals in the NHL last season. And... They kept that core together. You could argue whether or not Forbort should still be around there, whether or not they tried to move him, couldn't find any suitors, whether or not he's looking a bit slow in training camp and they decide to put him on waivers to try to bury him in the AHL like they did with Mike Riley last season. Um, That remains to be seen, but the top four, as good as you're going to find, and the Bruins should be very solid on the back end this season uh, and are well set with McAvoy and Lindholm signed for quite some time. Along those same lines, the Bruins focused on keeping the goaltending tandem together, and we're going to talk about the ongoing goalie hugs coming here after the break. Snap into NFL action this season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when they place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose on that $5 bet. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use, and there's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. All you have to do is visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn, kick off the NFL season, put down a $5 bet, and win or lose, you'll get $200 in bonus bets. FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. That's FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. All right, let's wrap up today's episode by taking a look at the goaltending. And like I mentioned early on in the podcast or just before the break, the Bruins prioritized keeping the defense core together as well as keeping the Jennings Trophy winning goaltending tandem together of Linus Allmark and Jeremy Swayman. It would have been tempting and it would have been 
somewhat understandable if they had looked to trade a guy like Linus Allmark after his season in 2022-23 because his trade value would never have been higher. You have a guy in Jeremy Swayman who can step up and be a 1A goaltender. And they had to shed some cap space. So that was a place where they could have done it. But they kept them together. The goalie hugs will live on. Now, just looking at uh, the score.com, who I mentioned, I wrote for a few years ago. And they rank Olmark and Swayman as the number one tandem in the NHL. They rightly say we expect regression from the record-setting Bruins and their goalies this season, but Boston still comfortably boasts the top net mining duo in the NHL. While Allmark's Vesna winning season will be difficult to replicate, he's a lifetime 919 goalie, and that included seasons with the Buffalo Sabres during very down years. And a fall to his career average wouldn't be all that devastating to a Bruins squad with a stout defensive structure. Boston led the NHL in expected goals against per 60 last season, and Olmark did his part when tested, ranking top five in uh, goals saved above average. This was written by uh, Sean O'Leary. Shout out to Sean. He continues, even though Olmark might not be a Vezina candidate again, Boston leads the way on our list, thanks in large part to having Swayman as backup. Many teams across the league don't have a goalie they could comfortably rely upon if their starter weren't down for an extended period. Swayman, on the other hand, has made an impressive 72 starts with a 9-17 save percentage, strong analytics to boot. Allmark is still the number one guy, but if he goes cold or gets injured, Swayman has proven more than capable of taking the reins. It's a luxury few teams can afford, but the reigning President's Trophy winners are the standard bearers in the NHL right now when it comes to goaltending depth. Again, shout out Sean O'Leary at the score for uh, for that write-up. And it, it's true. They definitely have the best goaltending duo. Don Sweeney knew that they were going to be losing some offensive pop. Bergeron gone, Krejci gone, uh, Taylor Hall gone, Nick Foligno gone. He had a pretty good season last year. Weren't able to retain Tyler Bertuzzi or Dmitry Orlov. I believe I saw Connor Ryan write that they lost 80 goals, 210 points. That's nothing to sneeze at. So prioritizing defense and goaltending was the right play. And maybe they'll have some games where they're not scoring as much. The goaltending will have to try to keep them in it. And they certainly have the horses to compete there. Uh, Again, they may not win the Jennings Trophy. You may not have a Vesna winner, maybe not even a finalist. But these guys should both be top 10 and should, if they're both healthy, probably um, get around 41 starts each, an equal split. And this is key. If they do make the playoffs, which I believe they will, Jim Montgomery can't be afraid to go to either one of them in the playoffs. Uh, Very easy to argue that 
They should have gone to Swayman earlier in the series against the Florida Panthers. They should have used that depth to their advantage, the combo to their advantage. They didn't. They stuck with Allmark for too long. And by the time Swayman came in, I mean, it was game seven, but he hadn't played for quite a while. He had played in the six previous games. And um, not saying there was a lot of rust on there, that it was his fault, but you have these two goalies. You can run with both, so you might as well, uh, especially in the playoffs when other teams don't have that luxury. They're having to rely on one guy to stand on his head every night. The Bruins don't have to do that. And um, hopefully that is a lesson learned from Jim Montgomery. All right, that's it for today's episode, my friends. State of each position training camp preview. Some question marks up front, but solid defensively and in net. And that's going to be uh, trademark, hallmark, benchmark, of this team this season, strong defense, strong goaltending, and uh, hope for the best when it comes to putting the puck in the opposition's net. Happy first day of training camp. I hope you're all doing well. Please do take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and we'll talk to you again here on the next episode of Locked On Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day.